God, uh, what a bummer uh, of a week it's been. Uh, you know, Bob Saget uh, passing away. It's all right, though. I'm sure he's uh, in heaven looking down on us while he's sucking some guy's dick for coke. This is the World According to Kyle podcast. Yes, in all my uh, half-baked uh fanatics you will get that joke uh if you didn't get that joke uh i feel sorry for you for not having seen uh such a great movie um r.i.p to the great bob saget um and i do i do really like bob saget of course i grew up on uh you know the tgif and the full house but uh uh, later, um, uh, later, you know, got into his comedy and was really, uh, really taken aback by, uh, just, uh, how vulgar, uh, and, uh, that, that he had this side, this side of him that, you know, he could also, he could be Danny Tanner, uh, but he could, uh, he could also be really, uh, incredibly uh vulgar and uh you know what i kind of uh see uh a lot of uh similarities between uh um me and him at least uh at least in that regard (laughs) um where you know i can uh rant and rage and uh and be depraved uh on here but uh generally speaking that's that's an outlet and uh and uh i you know i'm quite pleasant uh to people in real in real life but um and you know i'm not saying what uh what i'm going through what i have been through uh compares at all uh to bob saget he had actually if you uh if you uh, uh research it he had quite a quite a tragic life a lot of um <clears throat> A lot of uh, 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 deaths, uh, very close, very close to him in his uh, in his early life, and uh, and uh, not to say not to say that I uh, went through anything similar to that, but uh, comedy for me, or like how I'm presenting myself, is uh, a form of uh, uh, outlet, is a form of uh, uh, catharsis uh, to. To to help me level myself out in in reality and uh, and to keep myself in check uh, while I'm while I'm out in the real world, uh, I find that um, that when I that when I don't that when I'm not doing this, um, I have uh, I, I have a habit of talking too much about uh, tooth uh, about these these issues and these topics that I want to talk about. You know, two people that might ne- not necessarily want to want to hear what I'm talking about. Uh, so, in in that regard, where uh, using comedy uh, as an out as an outlet uh, to kind of uh, see the world in a humorous lens, because you know, if I wasn't laughing, I would be crying. Type of type of deal. Uh, I, I definitely find him very relatable in that regard. Um, so rest in peace, Bob Saget. We also lost a couple others. We lost uh, uh, Louis Anderson. Uh, we lost uh, Betty White. We lost uh, Meatloaf. Um, and uh, yeah, Meatloaf uh, died of COVID. Um, you know, he was anti-mask, anti, uh, anti-vaccination. Um, you know, you uh, 
and I will go on about this later in the show. FYI, this is going to be a COVID-heavy uh, uh, broadcast. So uh, I will go into uh, COVID topics later, but I don't feel like, um, you know, there's so much misinformation out there. It's easy for people to get mis misled. Uh, but, you know, sometimes people have selfish reasons for doing things also. Uh, I don't know what the camp, which camp uh, Meatloaf fell into, uh, but it doesn't take away from the fact that uh, he wrote incredible music and wrote uh, really great, uh, great music. And I actually just uh, heard this on the on the radio the other day that uh, initially, when Meatloaf was first uh, was first coming out, uh, the U.S. Uh, heavily rejected him, and he got his big break. Uh, from uh, in Toronto, a Toronto uh, radio station or something started uh, started started playing his shit, and boom! All of a sudden, bat out of hell, uh, forty million uh, forty million purchases, and uh, or forty million album sales. The uh, and like uh, the thing that's that's great about uh, about Meatloaf uh, and about Meatloaf's music, I should say. Is uh, how um, you know story oriented and how uh, long the tracks are. Like, you know, I can't listen to the radio anymore. It's just three and a half minute, uh, three and a half minute, uh, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus uh, type of deal. Um, very similarly structured. Like, uh, I do not. I have the. I have the anti short attention span. I need things to really captivate me and uh really uh get get into them and really just you know be immersed by them uh and that was uh you know that was a virtue uh and uh, a quality of meatloaf's music that uh is kind of lost on today's generations now i don't think meatloaf would get probably be able to do the same thing in toronto that he did uh that he did before but uh <clears throat> credit where credit is due, uh, you know, he was an incredible, uh, uh, incredible uh, songwriter, uh, an incredible musician, and, uh, you know, really, uh, really did a, a good part in um, advancing uh, music uh, and, uh, and um, a qualitative uh, advancement of music, if you will. Ah, whoa. Yeah, man, what a week it's been. Uh, the market's taking a downturn, the news, uh, the deaths, all this, you know, all this, all this crap just co just coming our way. Um, but, uh, you know, it's always darkest before the dawn. Um, you just got to keep uh, plugging away and, uh, and going at it and recognizing uh, in things... Uh, things for what they are and if somebody is passed and they were you know a, a valued uh, contribution to the human species you uh, give a quick shot out and uh you know what i here let me drop uh before uh, we get started let me drop my uh my links if you want to get a hold of me um because sometimes I post things and I do not have the time to get to a, the podcast for, or my next podcast might not be for a week or two. So uh, if 
and uh, I'm going to get into this in a moment, uh, in, if, if I have like a crypto position or if I'm changing my uh, uh, leverage on a position in crypto, you will know about it much faster in real time uh, if you are following me or some of the topics that uh, uh, I'm talking about, you'll have, uh, but I think it's mainly, it should be mainly for like if I, uh, if I purchase a new asset. Um, so here's my link. So YouTube, uh, at Kyle Max. Uh, Twitter, at Kyleverse. Instagram, Kyle Max 86. Facebook, Kyle Max. Reddit, TWA2K. So those are my linkies. Uh, if you feel like follow me, do so. Because uh, I did. Um, now we're going to just have a brief uh, uh, moment of crypto before uh, I get into the episode. Um, so, uh, I had a, uh, a, a shift in, uh, my positions in crypto. I know before, um, before, uh, how I had it before was that, uh, XRP was my number one, uh, leveraged asset at around, uh, 60%. And then it was HBAR, then it was SafeMoon, and then I had, um, I believe at the time I had XDC and, uh, Jade Protocol. Okay. So all those are still in play. I still have and own and own those. Obviously, um, I'm not gonna like give up on a project. Like I, if I, if I'm telling you that uh, I'm invested in an asset, there's a very, very little chance I'm gonna own zero of that asset in uh, in the future. Uh, bear that in mind. So, um, but I did uh, reduce my leverage when it came to uh, HBAR a little bit. So, uh, when I had XRP in uh, the top spot and HBAR in the second and SafeMoon in the third, that is now flipped. Uh, now, I have SafeMoon in my second leverage position and I have HBAR in, uh, in the third now XRP is probably sixty-five uh, to seventy percent of my portfolio right now. Um, SafeMoon has now taken over that uh, that second spot with fifteen to twenty percent of my per- portfolio. Now with ten percent and less of my portfolio, like seven point five percent to five percent range. Uh, I have the following. So I have uh, uh, I have Jade Protocol, which I still told you about. Haven't sold. Got it on the cheap uh, and fine fine with it. It went up actually. It doubled a little bit, but we're not in it for a double up. That's you know we're not we're not just happy with a double up with Jade. Uh, we're it's dirt cheap it's rock bottom we bought it at bare minimum prices okay so uh, a simple double up will not do since then it has pulled back with the rest of the bearish trend in the market now the uh the the other one xdc has remained uh i've just standing pat on that I'm gonna look for. I'm probably gonna buy a little bit more actually today. It is real, like the markets are well. There's discounts everywhere, but the only place where there's not a huge discount is SafeMoon. Um, so I, I I bought myself up to um, to a higher leverage position in SafeMoon. Um, I just I just feel I've seen very little to detract me from SafeMoon at this point. Uh, 
it just like the the length of time it has been out the advancements they've already made the stuff that they when they've come out with stuff like the wallet and the migration uh they have they have they have been uh quality quality releases um and you can argue little nitpicky details about them but they worked as the as john said they were going to work the ceo of uh of of safe moon and now we can nitpick at shit about them but you know generally speaking they they've they've worked just fine so uh also their vision what they're going to do for the future uh and the fact that they have only been around for so little i mean i personally think safe moon is going to shave a zero off uh, this year that zero will get shaved off in 2022 for safe moon at some point i know but and the thing is safe moon has not dropped all that much like we're seeing cryptos get crushed we're seeing you know we're seeing half of their value drop we're seeing 100 percent drops in uh in, in some crypto safe moon has been relatively stable uh it has not left the two range canadian i'm no i'm not talking american i'm talking canadian dollars a point oh oh two range it is uh i think like a, it was like 280 and then 275 now it's at like 210 215 uh so a lot of cryptos have done a lot worse during during this recent bear trend and actually since i've um since i've increased my position the reflections have been a lot more noticeable now uh i just uh, recently heard of a new a new token that is designed to enhance uh your safe moon reflections and uh i, I believe it is called enhance <laughs> yes you know talk about uh, appropriately named let me just verify that for us real quick uh real quick for a moment um i'm pretty sure it's called in enhance uh sorry this makes for great podcasting i know yes enhance dollar sign enhance token uh so i'm recently looking into that um i have also started looking into another one called drip uh dollar sign drip now drip is uh drip is designed to give you one percent per day that you hold now crazy like uh, so you're talking if you simply just hodl you simply just hodl you're getting plus 365 percent apy well not apy but like that's a plus 360 percent of your uh initial investment unbelievable like that is uh and you're paid daily you're paid daily so um the price of the token actually hasn't took a hit with the uh, with the market because you know the 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 bears the bears are out right now. Uh, FYI, in case you didn't notice, Bitcoin is uh, Bitcoin's trading at about thirty eight uh, US right now. 
44-3-10 Canadian. Uh, so the Bears are out, uh, <laughs> needless to say. But, uh, yeah, this, uh, this drip token, also very new, something that I'm really looking, uh, looking forward to, to getting, uh, getting into more. And, uh, you know, like people I've seen, uh, before somebody have the criticism, um, that, uh, that drip is like, oh, it's too expensive for me at this time. But then that same person will go out and like spend $500 on ship. But the expense is relative. Like the circulating supply for drip is only 1 million. Only 1 million uh, drip will ever be created. Okay. Uh, now, you know, like contrast that with ship. How many fucking, you know, tens of trillions, uh, hundreds of trillions, fucking quadrillions uh, that they have in, that they have in uh, circulation? So, I mean, expense is very relative. I do not find it to be expensive right now. Uh, if there's only 1 million circulating supply and they're paying out 1% interest uh, daily and SHIB doesn't do shit, you know, just because uh, just because you can buy a million SHIB for fucking uh, 100 bucks, like, um, that's... That, I mean, that that's not... Ship is more expensive. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Just because there are, you know, are a few zeros in front of it, it doesn't mean that one is uh, less expensive than the other. It's relative to market cap. Okay, so uh, I get annoyed at the oh that coin's too expensive. Well, buy fucking one of them. Buy point five of them. Buy uh you know buy twenty five buy twenty five percent of it. Just because it the price doesn't matter. The market cap matters. Don't look at price. It, it. I would rather have five. I would rather have five drip than fucking. Uh, you know, than, than, than ten million shib. So what does that like? What does that tell you? Price doesn't mean shit. Price doesn't mean shit at all. It's just your perception of how much you have. Okay. So that is a very big thing that the crypto market needs to uh the general uh crypto market needs to just kind of forget about so one more thing to talk about in uh regards to crypto and we can move on to uh the rest of the episode uh now i did add some uh, a position now uh if uh, you were following me on uh on one of my many social media platforms like i advise you should if you're interested in uh what i'm doing with uh my portfolio in real time then make sure you're following me uh so i did um have another um position which i invested in another uh crypto uh which i invested in um so uh and it's about the same it's about a 10 percent play it's about a 7.5 to 10 percent play and um that project is called cross wallet uh c w t um so it's currently trading at uh it's currently trading at like 5.50 uh, zero decimal zero no decimal zero five five uh so it's had kind of a weird, um, a weird trajectory, uh, to say the least. Um, so 
when it started, uh, when it started out, so it started, it, it was trading like around 10, 11 cents, and I thought it was a buy, and I had it in mind as a buy, uh, but like I had to, um, I had to beef up my positions in other crypto. So I kind of, I kind of brushed it to the side and said, oh, I'll buy this later. Big mistake <laughs> because I should have bought at least some because it shot up to like, um, it shot up to like 35, 40, again, Canadian when I, my default is to talk in, uh, in Canadian money. Uh, so it shot up to, uh, 35, 40, uh, 42 cents. And I'm just like, fuck man, I missed my time. I missed my opportunity to buy God damn myself. Uh, so fortunately, well, fortunately for me, unfortunately for, you know, the, the other people who invested in it was that, uh, it, it came down with the rest of the market. Now, when, when I was looking at buying it at like, I'm at 35 cents, I'm just like, you know, damn, that's kind of expensive. Right. But now then it pulled back. And so I got it at, you know, these, uh, these cheap prices, which I didn't think, uh, it was going to be available at these, at these prices again, because, uh, you know, it's, it's, this is a bit of a risk, but I like their outline and I like what they're trying to do. Um, they're trying to be like a complete multi-bridge wallet to where you will only need one wallet and that is the one you are going to use. So whether it's, uh, whether you're, uh, exchanging an ETH or whether, uh, you're exchanging off the Binance smart chain, or, uh, it wants to be just the complete multidisciplinary, uh, wallet that the only wallet that you will, you will need to use. And I've been having a shit ton of issues with, uh, with the trust wallet and when I'm trying to stake my uh, coins because I've been trying to stake my jade through the trust wallet and it's just not been working at all. Uh, it's just literally like I cannot fucking find a way to uh, like the jade, the jade website seems to connect to my trust wallet and it recognizes the amount of jade that I have, but it's just not allowing me to stake. So that's kind of a side note, but I've been I think that the that the market is open for a wallet that can if it tries to like be similar to trust wallet in the fact where it can have uh, so many cryptos uh, in you can you can keep so many cryptos in your wallet, but it also tries to be very actively uh, uh, it, it tries to be more active in its uh, movability of your assets for staking or for uh, or, or just or just in general trans transfers like I've had so many issues with migrating tokens when I keep my tokens on trust wallet and that's where I usually buy uh, my shit but I'm going to need to get into uh, using metamask uh because i guess that is and even though i don't like eth and i don't like the gas fees that if i want to start staking that you have to uh use metamask and you have to uh you know keep track of the gas fees and have a little bit of eth in your uh in your account and even though i i, I don't like 
I don't like uh, the ETH gas fees, which is a reason why, like, I don't, I, I haven't been investing in it, and many other reasons on top of that. I see, I don't know. It's kind of in that mid range of I don't know if it's convex or concave, and I'd rather buy things uh, at the lower points and try and hit that up upside where I kind of feel like I uh, I missed the boat on uh, on uh, ETH. Uh, Needless to say, uh, I think there's an open market for CrossWallet to kind of really take the market by the balls. And um, so its circulating supply is 125 million. I think that's also the total supply. Uh, and if you look at TrustWallet and the fact that I didn't even know Trust Wallet had a coin, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. But they do have a coin, TWT. And, um, well, when I checked last, this is bear market, granted. When Okay, well, so we'll compare, like, when things were good, like, Trust Wallet was trading uh, at about a dollar, dollar twenty-five Canadian. Uh, so, so, and that was with a, um, I think it was, like, 375... A million supply so with the 375 million supply trust wallet which uh, is running a you know a uh, a base level program that's you know is not very cross compatible and uh, is it, it and you don't even know they have a coin is you know is able to get to those levels like if if literally cross wallet just does what Trust Wallet does, it's a $5 coin because it has 125 million circulating, $5 Canadian coin because it has 20, 125 million circulating supply where the uh, where the tr uh, Trust Wallet has like uh, 375, 400 million. So if Trust Wallet with, uh, you know, as many issues as it has, being able to get to a dollar twenty-five when we're, you know, moderate uh, market conditions, uh, then you know, cross wallet. If it just does that, if it just does that, uh, that as a minimum, which its goals seem to be much greater than that, that then it's a five dollar coin. So to be able to now, it's a gamble because uh, because who knows uh, who knows what happens if they'll come into bugs and in what they're trying to do if the delay if the delay in their goals gets uh, shifted longer. But either way, I was happy to have uh, got in at uh, at those prices. And it actually started to pump a little bit before this, uh, before fucking the bears came out. Uh, it was like, uh, you know, almost at 80, uh, 8 cents Canadian from where I bought it at like at 6, uh, 6, 1, uh, 0, 6, 1 cents. Six zero cents, and uh, now since it's even gone lower and is at five five, so great time to get in. Uh, you know, buying it at third, <laughs> buying it at thirty five cents is a little bit different uh, than uh, than buying it at five or six cents. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you that much because a lot of the future is uncertain. But from uh, what I read. They are going to be releasing an app for iOS and an app for Android in quarter one of 2022. So, uh, really looking forward to that, um, and uh, really looking forward to uh, you know 
getting my hands on the app and if it's as good as uh and if it's um as function even not even as good but if it's just functional in the ways uh they say they say it's going to be functional and if they had just are reaching their goals of what they're trying to create then uh i'm i may have to look into investing more with so keep like i said uh keep keep uh follow me or if you're keep if you're following me already keep following me and uh i will update you on my positions in real time so you will know you you'll know more about uh in real time about what i'm doing because you know before i got the opportunity to come out and do a pod uh you know CWT was was pumping uh, pretty nicely right at, um, right after I bought it because I just like I felt it was just bare bottom prices uh, for this like you know if it's it just hit 35 cents in uh, in a moderate market and it's down to five cents and nothing really has changed it's just been a more bearish trend it was more of a victim of just the trend than any uh, news in general. Oh man, it's amazing. Um, even though I've been, uh, you know, shit's been happening and it's been a kind of a crummy uh, mood lately. Uh, I've been, you know, I haven't been listening to music, and then I started because uh, if you've if you've listened before, you know my issues with headphones and that I have head that headphones break for me literally all the time. Um, but you know, I started listening to music more on my way to work and stuff. And it's amazing how much music, uh, you know, has a good benefit, uh, to me and how like, and the importance, uh, music, uh, effects on, on my mood and, uh, in, uh, be in helping me function. Like, you know, you go a couple weeks, which I did without, uh, without headphones and without having my, uh, uh, my music before, you know, when I'm going to work and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, it, it's amazing how much of a positive, uh, benefit, uh, just listening to, you know, the, whatever gives, gets you in the right vibe, <laughs> does. So, yeah, it, I mean, uh, you know, I'm all about, uh, experiment experimenting and trying things and uh and uh that seems to be a consistent for me is that whenever uh whenever i uh, you know i don't have my music or uh, don't listen to my music for a bit it always seems to bring out have i always seem to have a crummy uh a crummier mood than than uh than when i'm uh than when i have my music around very similar to uh, if I have good coffee or, <laughs> or not. Just one of those things that always helps um, level me out. And uh, if uh, I take a pause for a while, I'm just uh, having a sip break. Uh, this podcast is not brought to you by Stella Artois, but I am enjoying it nonetheless. Now, I don't mean to um, promote uh, heavy alcohol use, or I don't mean to uh, really, uh, you know, uh, really come out like um, a heavy drinker or anything. I just, um, 
I just like I work five, six days a week, you know, uh, 10 plus hour days. And when I'm doing my podcast, generally speaking, it is on my days off. So, uh, you know, I'm either, you know, pre um, party or pre, you know, getting ready to forget about the uh, existence uh, I'm currently we are currently uh, living in. And uh, it just like helps. And on top of that, um, it helps ease my nerves too. Like uh, I used to be a strip club DJ. And uh, before the first little while when uh, I was getting on the microphone, sometimes, you know, a few drinks while I was, it helped kind of um, uh, uh, loosen me up a little bit where uh, I'm not so inside my own head and, uh, and thinking about every little thing and I can just like uh, go on and it's you know you know what it is right it's liquid confidence that's why you know we go out and you know hook up with people while we're <laughs> while we're on this if it wasn't for alcohol we would probably there would be a deficit of population <laughs> most likely uh, you know that's a hypothesis of mine um we'll see i don't know there has not been the uh <laughs> there has not been the reverse uh test of that uh so <laughs> did you guys see uh doug ford and his uh little red shovel <laughs> did you, did you guys see doug ford with uh, so did you guys see doug ford and his uh little um red shovel trying to dig out a car with a shovel that is literally like a toy for a fucking child in an obvious pr stunt and an obvious pr move when the popularity of him is going down like man like <laughs> it's just so it's just so funny to uh that like people were calling. I was like, how bad could like I was like, how bad could the shovel have been? And I'm like, he's trying to dig out a sh like he could have used his fucking hand and it would have like produced the the same result. <sighs> just fucking politicians are just so out of touch with reality. And the fact that people are getting pissed off at this and uh if you've seen uh, Sid Sixero, uh, shout out to Sid Sixero, uh, great, uh, you know, great person, TV personality. I guess he's on breakfast television right now. Uh, I used to like Tim and Sid, and he was great for the score. Uh, great, very professional, um, very professional broadcaster. Uh, and even he was like on tilt from <laughs> from this and you know things are starting to really break down uh when when uh when, when shit like this gets called out right when sh when shit like this you know this is an obvious pr stunt while there's shit ton of people like who uh you know we who are stranded on fucking highways and freezing to death uh and you go out and do this little fucking PR stunt where you bring out a little dinky fucking shovel, a little fucking toy shovel, and uh, uh, pretend to fucking like uh, uh, dig somebody somebody's car out. Like, give me a fucking break. Like that is, a, and 
I love, I love that fucking people are calling this, calling this out. And, uh, you know, I certainly think Doug Ford is better than a lot of, uh, alternatives. Granted, he doesn't have as much power as people think, um, because, uh, you know, uh, the people who are calling the shots are the people we do not elect. That is for a different aside. That is for a different story. But the fact that people are getting mad about, about this is a good sign, is a good sign because politics are failing us like the way we're doing politics is very super traditional it's the way they've been doing it for fucking thousands and thousands of years and we have not advanced since then and we're still one side another side and it's just this is not conducive to healthy a healthy body politic and I've said before that I think very little people are um, are um, are in, have have the have the intellectual ability to be able to uh, to be able to vote. I think it's like ten, maybe five percent of people actually have the uh, have the intellectual tools to be able to be trusted with a vote. Most people, it's basically just flipping a coin, or basically they're just uh, they're just playing one side or another based on their um, uh, based on their you know relationships in life and who they you know who they're with and stuff like that. And we need to get past this. It's a healthy thing that uh, people are starting to get upset at the uh at the bullshit that's going on with with politics because it is all horseshit and it's all dividing us like like i feel that we had a real missed opportunity um there was a real a a very big missed opportunity for us as a as um a collective as uh as a humankind to be able to find something for us to be able to both regardless of left or right get behind and uh an attack and that is the pandemic and uh you know it it, it just fucking drives me crazy the politic the politicization of uh of the pandemic because i mean you know we we had a very big missed opportunity to be able to get together and be able to throw aside our differences and say, Hey, this thing is bad. This thing, we need to, we need to do whatever we can to, to get this shit. But it was too much of a fucking, the right took the bait, you know, the right took the bait and it was too much of a opportunity to be able to uh you know uh uh go against it and that's the issue with the right like they do have some points and they do have some points um you know i uh you know i got upset with the left for a lot of reasons um but they uh, but where when they took the bait is that they're they're willing to attack anything the left is for where no society has been able to survive with just unfettered libertarianism. In fact, just regular fettered libertarianism has not even be, been able to produce uh, functioning societies even half as well 
as as socialism. So if you're a fucking libertarian, which I am a libertarian, and but I like I'm a libertarian that also understands that uh, you need the government to mitigate in certain aspects. You cannot just have uh, dumbasses uh, doing dumb things and fucking over everybody. And the right really took the bait. And they took the bait with that, and they took the bait with the fucking Capitol riots. What a fucking disgrace. And they want to say, they want to compare the Black Lives Matter, uh, the Black Lives Matter protests with what they did in fucking Capitol uh, Hill. How fucking disgusting. How fucking disgusting. And how can you compare the two? In one, they were protesting and some riots broke out, but it was generally speaking a fucking global uh, protest about the cops abusing their authority and literally killing a man in cold blood. Killing somebody in cold blood. And you want to compare the fucking uh, the riot of a Capitol building protesting a fucking uh, legal election? And try and compare and conflate the two? Get the fuck out of here. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And they have... They are... Oper- the right is operating on such... Uh, such a base level fucking... Uh, m- modus operandi. That uh, they are just willing to fucking go against... Anything the left is in favor of. To just fucking go against... To just say... Be able to say that they're the problem with the world. Get your fucking head out of your asses because you guys, uh, a lot of you right wingers, uh, your populations are dying because you're not taking fucking COVID seriously. Uh, you all, you, you know, you already fuck lot. You lost in every regard, even no matter what. You cannot say Trump. There's no math you can show me that would suggest that Trump uh, won. And the main point is that. Trump did not protest before the election about how the election was rolled out, okay? He did not. If he would have said something and say, hey, you know, these mail-in ballots, this and that, they shouldn't do this, he had no problem with allowing the mail-in ballots before the election. He did not mention anything of it. Then when he seen he was losing, now all of a sudden it's a rigged election because of the mail-in ballots. Well, I got news for you. COVID was happening and they needed to do it. And there's no numbers that you could say that could justify you winning even if they took out the fucking mail-in ballots. So that's what you fucking tried to overthrow democracy about? Oh my God, give me a break. Give me a break. And uh, now as you can see, we're transitioning into... uh, into the COVID, uh, into the COVID portion of, uh, of the show, which is probably going to take up the rest of the show, FYI, so if you don't want to hear about this shit, then, uh, then best turn it off now, (sighs) so, you know, and that kind of plays into what I just said, plays into another issue that I have. You know, everybody wants to claim all these conspiracy theories. But the problem is that conspiracy theorists, they never tell us about anything before it actually happens. So 
a lot of these people are just dickheads and douchebags and uh, are just, uh, you know, um, harmfully contrarian, uh, 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 you know, grown babies, if you will, um, because they never tell us anything before, hey, uh, this is, no, it's always after it's, oh, now the, uh, oh yeah, the government is doing this and that, and uh, oh, oh, thanks for the Thanks for the FYI, okay? So all these people that are saying, um, that are saying Bill Gates um, is in on the conspiracy. Well, Bill Gates was the one warning us uh, before about the, these things that were happening. Now, I'm no Bill Gates fan. Uh, you know, there's speculation as to the reasons why uh, the divorce with his wife happened and the fact that he was close with Jeffrey Epstein but I'm not the biggest Bill Gates fan in the world. Uh, but I mean, to turn around and say that you know he oh yeah like uh, he wants people microchipped when but he was the one warning people that something like this could happen. Okay, and you weren't. <laughs> and uh, he did. He is extremely fucking over uh, with the patents and uh, how he bought the patents and had a shitty rollout of the of the vaccinations for everybody program and that fact that he just wanted to um, he just he just used it as an excuse to to protect uh, patents which have been uh, you know and I'm usually uh, and I don't know how I feel about patents um, but I kind of think you should just let the market uh, sort itself out. But the uh, the patents for the virus and uh, not and like, who knows if we had a stronger rollout of the of the uh, vaccines uh, if we if we didn't have all these patents and we didn't have to wait. Oh, you know, hundred million doses this week and then f only fifty million uh, next week, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that uh, who knows if we had a better rollout if we didn't have all these patent laws uh, governing the uh, distribution of the vaccine, if we would not have uh, had a, a lot better results with this. Now, and you wanna you wanna sit here and uh, talk shit about uh, about um, you know the way. Uh, China operates and the you know socialism and communism etc etc where are the fucking people dying okay <laughs> like you know it and I I said before this is a bad look for democracy it's a bad look for freedom because there's you know you're not allowed you, you can't put the clamps down on people and uh and and be able to do what you need to do to to to, to fight this because there'll just be just enough of a, a large population uh, just enough of a population of people who you know just to in order to exercise their freedoms are gonna not want to do it and that's exactly what's happening so with great freedom comes great responsibility and right now there is zero responsibility zero uh, respect for your fellow human beings uh zero fucking uh zero desire to to um to do anything that isn't completely self-serving and that is wrong and that is a that and that is what will bring down uh bring down democracy and that's what will bring down freedom and that's why america has done such a poor job at exporting uh its values across the globe.
you know what? And I would have a lot more respect for anti-vaxxers if they were honest and they just admitted what we all know about them. Like, uh, you, you know, like when Kirk Cousins uh, said, if I die, I die. You know, what he should have said was, you know, if I kill other people by spreading this virus, since I'm a healthy person, there's a lot of disproportionately advantaged people, then they die. And in the odd chance that I die, then, you know, I die too. But that's, I mean, if you just said that, then you would be a lot more... I mean, you're a piece of shit still, but you'd be a lot more respectable because we know you're not just hiding behind lies. Oh, you know, the, the one doctor out of 10,000 uh, that I'm listening to just so happens to be anti-vaccination. Uh, Man, you can't get every country in the world to agree on anything, yet they agree that the virus is here, it's killing people, and it's a problem. So, you know what? Yes, I would have a lot more respect for uh, the anti-vax if they just said, hey, yeah, I only care about myself. Yeah, that's it. Um, if you die from the from the vaccine, fuck you. Uh, I ain't gonna... I ain't gonna have the small smallest uh, risk of anything getting fucked up, putting a vaccine into my body, and uh, uh, in order to help you because I'm not the demographic of uh, of people that's getting fucked over the most by this. So just say that, just say that because that is what your that is what your actions are proving. Okay, that is what your actions are doing. Okay. The virus is not a personal problem. It's not... That's what I get upset with these people about. Oh, well, it's not for me. It's not for me. Uh, it's a global problem. There are some problems that are just personal problems that are you problems and that you need to fix. The virus is not a you problem. It's a global pandemic. You cannot give a personal excuse for something that is a social issue. Okay, there needs to be a social answer to a social issue. That's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Imagine if our leaders did that. Uh, oh, I just personally felt like uh, bombing this country. Uh, you know, it may have caused millions to die in a war, but I personally felt like it was the right move, you know? <laughs> it's just... Uh, it's just you cannot you're using the wrong frame of reference to go about it it's not an individual problem it's not a you issue it's an us issue we are all suffering uh for this equally and i do not respect anybody who is not uh willing to uh to uh have such a minimal sacrifice that's what we're talking about here we're talking about such a minimal sacrifice. This is like the moral equivalent of not being willing to piss on a fire to put it out for humanity. And I'm not... The thing that bothers me too is I'm not a super vaccinate myself every fucking type of year for the flu type of guy. The flu is very different. These are very different things. Uh, you know... People who are in their 40s and are healthy are not go are not um, are not suffocating to death uh, and dying uh, in excruciating manner 
from from the flu. The, this is uh, you know, and the issue that I have um, a lot with um, the Joe Rogan uh, camp and the uh, 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 the anti-vax right wing guys is this whole health narrative. Like, um, like okay, if you're unhealthy, you have a yeah, like. Or if you're old, no. Well, they don't say old. They say unhealthy because that it, it disproportionately disproportionately affects you know uh, more obese people, and it disproportionately affects uh, older people. But they never mention the older people. They always mention the uh, the more obese uh, population, and they do this for a reason. And the the reason is uh, is because is because they want it to seem like it's a metabolic issue. And uh, I don't know who needs to hear this, but COVID is not a fucking metabolic issue. Lots of people who are in shape are, are dying from this. Uh, and on top of that, what, like fat people don't contribute to our economy? <laughs> or like old people don't contribute to our economy? What, because they're not fucking jacked as far as i know i would be very skeptical if a doctor came to me and was just super jacked okay because you know that's a guy that's spending way too much time fucking uh pumping iron than he is uh than he is hitting the books now we're gonna go on for this i'm just gonna take a a little quick uh quick break i'll be right back okay and you're seeing the evidence everywhere of uh you know the effectiveness of uh, of the vaccines, and uh, you are really just intentionally uh, blinding yourself to to reality by by ignoring uh, you know the data that is going against you, and uh, you know extreme cherry picking the uh, the data that is actually in your favor. Or sorry, that actually goes against you. Now all these people, fascism, fascism uh, about the virus. Well, I mean, what are you? What else are we supposed to do besides have mandates? You're not getting the people who are perfectly have have no good reason for not getting the virus or not or not getting the vaccine or not getting the vaccine. So you know, what do you want? You seem really concerned with fascism, bro. Um, if you're so worried about it, but are but uh, aren't willing to uh, risk getting a shot, then maybe you're really the fascist there, fascist. Maybe you want fascism because you want to point your finger and uh, and, and point and say uh, about, talk about uh, the bureaucrats implementing fascism so you can have your own self-serving uh, self-serving agenda. Okay, maybe that's what's going on. And I love how all these people don't give a fuck about uh, bureaucrats who uh, literally control every aspect of how we operate normally. And then all of a sudden they have an issue with vaccine mandates. Too late! You didn't care about uh, freedom before. Now we just got to roll with... uh, Roll with this soft socialism, you know. You didn't give a fuck about people uh, getting stopped and searched. You didn't give a fuck about, uh, uh, about, uh, uh, about uh, seatbelt laws. You didn't give a fuck about uh, people not being able to have open bottles in public or jaywalk or fucking cross. Like, 
Okay, now all of a sudden you now all of a sudden vaccines are fucking uh, are uh, are uh, an assault on freedom. You can give a fuck about all these other things. Oh, because those only affected black people. Oh, sorry. You can just deal with it the same way you expect others to deal with uh, di- government dictating exactly how business should operate and how people should behave. Comparing things that uh, aren't Nazi Germany to Nazi Germany is the new Nazi Germany, in my <laughs> in my in my opinion, uh, and, um, and and I'm glad that uh, people uh, Jewish people are starting to call out uh, Joe Rogan for for this. Now, I used to be a big fan of Joe Rogan. I got a lot of good things out of Joe Rogan, but. You know, now he's ever since I think the change happened uh, when he decided to move uh, to Texas, and when he when he moved to Texas, that was the big. You know, maybe when you move to Texas, you don't pay taxes, but you kind of have to think a certain way. <laughs> um, that's just kind of my conclusion, uh, for uh, especially after seeing uh, the uh, heel flip of Joe Rogan that has happened, uh, that has happened recently, but I, I've always kind of, you know, he's a bit of a chud, uh, he has a lot of good points, but by and large, I don't, I don't listen to the Joe Rogan podcast for Joe Rogan, I just like a lot of his guests, like, uh, he has great guests, well, he had great guests before he was just pandering, uh, to fucking Tucker Carlson crowd, like, he had good guests, and they had good advice, but... Just because I would take Joe Rogan's advice on how to uh, get jacked or how to be good optimally doesn't mean I'm taking his uh, doesn't mean I'm taking his vaccine advice. And a lot of people point out uh, this uh, speech Joe Rogan had on freedom, where there's you know uh, jet pilot, jet planes flying overhead, and it's like man, your freedom because you have your freedom, and you know you fucking. Uh, you know, you can't let people take away freedoms and the freedoms are the only thing. You know what they should have had instead of jet planes and fucking like American flags flying in the background? They should have people fucking uh, choking to death off of uh, deprived oxygen. And they should have spliced scenes of that and fucking hospitals crowded and fucking a full of fucking uh, anti-vaxxed people. They should have had that those video clips splicing through the fucking footage instead instead of fucking flags flying you want to you want a real look at, at how your freedom is working out that's how the fuck it's working out joe rogan oh my god these fucking people man people are so hopeless and cannot think for themselves and it's not the fact that joe rogan uh is doing his own thing for himself that's fine but the influence that he has on other people and the fact that he's probably responsible for at least 25 percent of the american population that's unvaccinated uh being unvaccinated is a serious fucking issue people are too influential people don't know people cling to heroes and you know though i though i really liked and respected joe rogan i mean you have to have your own person personal lines right you can't just cling your wagon to this guy because who knows 
what he's do what he's doing it for and what he's in for you're not close enough to the to the situation to be able to see what the fuck is going on on top of that wasn't joe rogan a guy who used to feed horse raw horse dick to people and who used to have people fucking you know swim in a fucking bed of worms for a chance to win ten thousand dollars and you're gonna take this guy's fucking advice on whether the 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 uh, world should be fucking uh, vaccinated or not? Give me a fucking break. Ugh. It's like this one chick uh, who I used to work uh, I used to work with. She has since been fired. Uh, now, how? Let's just say her name is Susie. Now, Susie is not too bright. Now, Susie is the type of person who needs to be told what to do. So, her, I talked to her and I explained to her logically about, uh, like, why you would want the, uh, why we, why you would want the mRNA vaccines over the, uh, over the Johnson & Johnson or, what was the other one? The AstraZeneca. Uh, and I explained, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's this mRNA technology, like, you're not, you don't have the actual virus, but it creates a synthetic protein that uh, mimics the, the, the properties of the virus so that your cells uh, will recognize the virus when it gets into it and be able to attack it, which... Uh, Strangely enough, the people who uh, advised, uh, you know, treating uh, COVID with fucking ivermectin never bring up is that, uh, you know, if you're treating, if you have uh, other treatments, uh, even I heard CBD has been preventing uh, COVID infections. CBD, ivermectin, fucking uh, monoclonal antibodies, what are they doing to to stop uh, COVID when you don't know you have it because you can be asymptomatic and still spreading it what is what are the what are those doing for you they're doing fuck all they're not preventing uh the the they're not preventing the virus from spreading which is why the vaccines work so fucking well you can't so to just you know to just go and treat it Maybe Joe Rogan can do it on his own because he can isolate, but he's not. He's doing fucking stand-up comedy everywhere and fucking spreading his spreading fucking germs uh, uh, during his stand-up, uh, and he and he's spreading it without giving a fuck. But uh, you know you can't you can't uh, say you're say you're treating it and it's the same thing as as getting the vaccine so if you have the vaccine your body is able to attack it with when you don't know you have it so susie from uh from work she was getting was all uh, even though i told her all this shit she's like oh well i'm gonna get the johnson and johnson i'm just like why <laughs> why why would you possibly get the johnson and johnson well, I th I think it's better a better vaccine. What? 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 You think it's a fucking better vaccine? Why? Because you only need one shot. Oh. oh my god. This is how fucking dense. This is how dense people are. This is how fucking dense people are. <sighs> Can you tell me something that's happened to me a few times before? that's usually the point i'm like leaving mid-sentence the state of the left and right in society is just completely fucking gone it's completely fucking gone it's just become a a, 
a, a spitting at each other uh, match. And that's why I will never, I will never adhere to any uh, ideology or another. I'm completely independent. All I care about is issues. All I care about is issues because people who hitch their wagons to uh, uh, two politicians or two parties or two political leanings, they can be misled. They can be misled. And I cannot be misled because I don't give a fuck. And I think politics are op- like to have these two sides uh, voting for one or the other is such a primitive way of operating uh, society. And the way people are responding to this, you know, I can, you know, what I can tell from the way people are responding to this is that you have not faced great hardship in your life. And you know why I don't think they ever uh, faced great hardship in their life is because I, you know, I wish COVID was the worst like thing that happened to me in my life. Uh, I, you know, I wish being able to stay inside of, you know, inside of a house and hunker down for, let's, let's just say it's only for a few years and hunker down for a few years and to, uh, if that was the worst thing that has happened to my life, my life would have been pretty good. I think you would have lived a pretty privileged life if that was the worst thing that had happened to you. Okay. Definitely, I think it is a point of privilege. If, if COVID is the worst thing, and I'm not talking about the deaths. I'm not talking about the uh, people who have died. I'm not trying to minimalize that. I'm just saying for your average person who is, you know, who uh, probably won't die from this, who is not, uh, who is not disproportionately affected by this, that if hunkering down and getting a vaccine, uh, and uh, sacrificing a couple years of your life. If that is the worst thing that has happened to you, you've lived a fucking privileged life. This is not tyranny. This is not tyranny. This is us doing what we need to do to, to move past this. And I agree with you with, with, uh, with the other side and the respect that the case counts are not high enough for us to go through this for like five years like the like i mean either we find a way to combat this or we don't and we have to live some we cannot keep locking people down the government cannot keep picking winners or losers of this pandemic and just saying oh you're hired now now you're fired now you're hired now you're fired now you're hired now you're fired because you didn't uh because you didn't uh you chose the wrong industry Okay, that cannot continue based on uh, the case counts. And who knows what this virus will mutate into? I'm not saying one way or the other. If uh, somewhere down the line that the worst properties of Delta and the uh, transmissibility of Omicron uh, are, uh, are, uh, is what this fucking thing mutates into, then uh, we got a big problem. We have a very big problem. Um, so to to take this lightly in any regard just shows a level of fucking stupidity and super selfishness that i just cannot get behind and once again as i said we missed a real opportunity to get together and get behind and fight something together 
okay? At least America did. And you know what another thing I noticed? I think it's funny, also, how uh, anti-vaxxers... Um, Joe Rogan. <coughs> um, blame, quote, Big Pharma, end quote, for, uh, for the issues. Now, pharma... What do you think about pharmaceuticals? Um, okay, that's kind of different from vaccines, right? So why aren't they saying, quote, big vaccine, end quote, when they're uh, trying to present their skepticism? This is not a one-to-one -one comparison, as pharmaceuticals are often abused and overprescribed. So what the right is doing is that they're using this as a red herring argument to attempt to shift the negatives of prescription drugs onto vaccines. If they would have said big vaccine, they would have sound absolutely retarded because big vaccine has been extremely successful and has saved hundreds of millions of lives without the downside of pharmaceuticals. You want to talk about how... So that is their way of... Uh, and I will completely agree that uh, the opioid crisis and um, the uh, psychotropic drugs uh, and uh, the overprescription of uh, medication is a serious fucking issue. Serious fucking issue. But you cannot come. It's not an apples to apples comparison between the two. It is not an apples to apples comparison between the two. Because the only. Uh, the only super negative of the of vaccines has been when the scientists have gotten the dosage wrong back when they were actually giving you the actual virus instead of the mRNA. So when you were getting the actual virus, uh, scant amounts of the actual virus to train your immune system to uh, to attack uh, the virus. So the what what happened with polio is that they got the uh, they got the mixture wrong, and then they and some people died because they got injected with too much polio, and they basically got got a super injection of polio. Now you don't even have that with with uh, mRNA uh, vaccines. So it's a red herring argument when they use big pharma. Anytime I hear quote big pharma use horseshit i know that per that is a person who is not looking at big vaccine because they want to say big pharma because these companies do produce do produce drugs from that are pharmaceuticals but pharmaceuticals are totally different from uh from vaccines it's like saying you know uh the iphone is good but apple computers are 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 a different fucking thing you cannot compare the two. It's not an apples to apples comparison. <sighs> the and that's how you know the arguments that they that, that's how you know you're on the wrong side when the arguments that uh, are so childish when they're just grasping at straws when they're they they're hoping Bob Saget had died from uh, from some sort of uh, adverse reaction to uh, the vaccine. They're just like, whoa, was he died for? Like you know now, oh, meatloaf died from COVID. Obviously, no surprise. He was fucking anti-vax. I'm not sitting here. Oh, what what happened to me, Loaf? What happened to me, Loaf? It's like no, you know, I'm literally not shocked at all. 
What would be shocking is someone dying from a, uh, some famous person dying from an adverse reaction to the vaccine. Uh, because, uh, you know, you're the one that's grasping at straws, not me. I'm not surprised and I'm not caught off guard by the fact that Meatloaf died because he was anti-mask and anti-vaccinated. Okay? You are, you are, whoa, Bob Saget, what happened? What happened? He had a fucking heart attack. That's what happened. That's what fucking happened. And he had bad heart issues. So, stop trying to find things. If you're trying to, uh, you know, uh, 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 find the needle in the haystack of fucking ideas that's how you know you're in the wrong and your uh ideas are fucking stupid by orders of magnitude by the way uh you know it's not like you're stupid by by just like uh, oh this side or that side no but by order you are dumb and delusional delusional by orders of magnitude by multiple orders of magnitude Okay, not just a fucking coin flip by looking at the data in its totality. You are orders of magnitude fucking more dumb than uh, than a coin flip. You know what, guys, if politics were a tool to strip humanity of uh, individual identity then I would say politics have been incredibly successful. People, like I said with Susie, are fucking boring and predictable, and they fucking just follow follow things for the sake of following them. They are not unique. They do not think about things on their own, and they need to be told. That's why we need... uh, We need to have something where people need to pass some sort of bar to be able to vote. You cannot just have dumbasses voting all the time. That needs to stop. And you know, I I don't subscribe to any political leaning. So you want to say I'm left, you want to say I'm right. I reject any political leaning you try to put on me. My way of thinking is that people that say, uh, I'm a this or I'm a that, for one reason and one reason only intellectual weakness if you subscribe to a political party then you you alone are responsible for the misuses and twistings people use of your philosophy to kill or commit terrorism or do whatever fucking heinous shit that they're going to do I do not subscribe to uh, 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 I do not subscribe to a leaning or a party for my identity. I have my identity, and I vote for somebody based on uh, how much of those uh, check boxes they fill for me, because that's the best option that I have right now. I am not able to do uh, vote for things specific. It's like this. Uh this is why I I am an independent and I will never claim party allegiance. People who aren't independent is that's like going to the casino and planning what you're going to do. You know, I don't tip my hand. I don't tip my hand, you know. I I'm not uh you know, I'm not going and saying I'm betting black, I'm betting black, I'm betting black, I'm betting black. Then I go to the roulette table, red, 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 red. Hmm. 
you know, or, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm going to go to the blackjack table and I'm going to bet everything on the first hand. No, you don't do that. Uh, and that's basically what politics is forcing us to do. So, you know, uh, we have to be able to look past this and we have to be able, uh, be able to as a people um get get past this there has to be a better way of uh of of doing some of doing things and um all i know is that this is not it uh it's dividing us needlessly um it's forcing uh it's forcing people to compromise their integrity and compromise uh their morals in order to capitulate to a side or a leaning which might not necessarily give a shit about them which doesn't give a shit about them let's be quite perfectly honest <sighs> anyways uh guys my apologies this was a corona centric um edition of the twa2k i look forward to uh talking about other stuff and having a little fun and uh you know getting into crypto and human psychology and uh this and this and that and having some having some fun things we can go over but i mean i felt like this has been long overdue and uh that i have like i've been kind of intentionally avoiding it um so look forward to uh for this year, I'm going to start uh, releasing clips. So I'm going to uh, break down. Uh, I'm going to have the full episode. And I'm also going to release uh, clips uh, and kind of segmentize, segmentize uh, my podcast as well. So, um, you know, if you don't want to uh, listen to the full shebang then or a few topics have only uh, piqued your interest, then that will be available to you on the channel as well once again folks follow me on youtube at kyle max twitter at kyleverse ig kyle max 86 facebook kyle max reddit twa2k and that was the world according to kyle podcast thank you for tuning in everybody you have a fantastic weekend i'll see you again on the next one